Winging it with Painter Enrico. We're not going to discuss the episode because I don't know what number it is, but our special guest today is Steve Fay. Steve, welcome. Welcome, hello, Tony, David. Welcome, Steve. Painter, fire one at Steve to start off with. <laughs> well, to be fair, so I'm looking forward to you coming in because I think you've had the most mentions on all of our podcasts. I think. I would say 90% of the players, ex-players we've had in, have played under you or with you and they've all got a story to tell about you. So it's nice, as they say, to get it from the horse's mouth. Yeah, um, yeah more recent ones we've had in have been Matty Coop and Tony Cook, who both said little stories to me on the side with giving you a fair in mention this, so I will mention that <laughs> later on down the line and give you a, a chance to respond. Okay. So, so let's go back. Steve, talk, talk us through your, goal, um, your goalkeeping playing career. Yeah, um, but probably at 16, I made a bit of a mistake, although it's probably the best years of my life, um, started playing for Made Forever in okay. the district league. Um, I was working with two plasters and they wanted a goalkeeper this week and I said, yeah, I wasn't interested in playing after school. In the end, I did play for them and it took off from them. But the fact was, they were all like six foot three builders, scaffolders, and there was me, 16 years old. They protected me like a baby. So if anyone come near me, you know, playing St. Barnabas at Norwest or filled with old boys, they, they were protecting me. So um, it was a great upbringing, but the wrong one really, if I wanted to progress. So uh, but that was good years with them, really enjoyed it. Then I went on to Backwell. I played for Backwell for a season. They had some really good players. That was a big jump. Who was down there, Steve? Um, James. Steve, Steve James. James yeah. Yeah. What a good player he was. Yeah. He Set was a back. really good player. He really should have played higher football. Great um, organiser, James, oh, wasn't he? Yeah. He played, oh. That's how he played the game. He just scored through it. He yeah. made it look so easy. And Because uh, I started off, when I started playing Somerset senior football, I played down there against James. I just yeah. remember him always having them organised. Yeah. Talking. Yeah. Always seems to have time, yeah. and he had a great side down there when I played oh, him. Yeah. It was probably just before then about that time. Yeah, I'd probably, probably 80. 1980, yeah, yeah. Went there in 1980. Yeah. Only for the season, but they had, uh, they were a really good, really good side. Um, left there and went to Abertonians, well, with Meech when he was 17, with some great characters there. Of some, that was without doubt the best atmosphere you could play in. It was something else. The stories you could tell about them was... Um, we used to go uh, up to watch England quite a bit. Same mob, myself, Jeff Meacham, Brian Burton, yeah. Steve Trickell, and Jeff Evans, always driving. But see, you know, with every time we went up there, it, it ended up in a great, great laugh, no matter who they were playing, whatever. And one of the stories I got was um, we used to go in the hotel on the end of Wembley Way, get tickets, and go in there after the game. Got all the players come in, all the internationals, autographs galore, what have you. And there was this one game, stopped this big bouncer, stopped it. What team are you, lads? And looked up one of them, Burden, Jeff Meacham, Norwich City, in you go. So we walked in, <laughs> big round table, all sat around this table. The guy, the compare said, We and we can welcome Norwich City tonight. <laughs> so we're all sat there, like we're saying. All of a sudden, this guy scrambled off the table and he comes scrambling across the floor up inside of me and he said, you're Norwich, are you? I said, yeah. Of course, we look pretty fit. We were only yeah. mid-twenties. Meach yeah. was like 18, 19. So he said, I watch Norwich. Oh, 
D'accord. <rire> so, well, we're only in the reserves. <rire> Look at Jeff Owens, he said, Who are you then? So, I'm the trainer. <rire> he said, You in? My brother in law's a trainer. And he went, Oh. So, we scrambled back. We were having a laugh. We like, Let's see this bouncer come across, about six foot square, drink up, get out. <rire> Things like that, we went walked See, right away. I, I would have said I was Royal Fox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every time I know it was a great, great time yeah. too. Was, was that before the Derek Jones era? That was, that was just before. He left then and went yeah. to um, down Portland Rovers with okay. Les Alderman. Okay. And uh, he rebuilt the side. Um, that was great. That was great football and re- really good times. And then I uh, had a bad injury on the about third season, done the crew shots, and that was it. Yeah. So you stopped playing then, did you? Well, yeah, it was different then, Dave. You know, yeah, they no. didn't sew them up or anything. It was um, I done my, my knee in, and on the New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, one of the two. Um, and I kept going to see. Can you remember Alex Lockhart down yeah, the city, the yeah. physio? And he said, "I'll have you back playing." Got me back, and it kept giving way and what have you. So I, I remember I borrowed 400 quid off me, my dad to have it done private. And I had a torn cartilage. And I remember waking up the next morning, he was sat there with his torn cartilage, his hand, the surgeon. He said, unfortunately, you've torn your cruciates. We weren't able, I didn't know what cruciates was at the time. So I said, okay, he said, but good muscles, you'll be back playing in no time. I remember phoning Alex saying, can I come down and see you? He said, yeah, I went down there and he said, cartilage, he said, okay, let's get you back. I said, he also said, I've torn my cruciates. So he went, oh, I'm sorry, Steve, that's the end of your footballing. I said, what do you mean? He said, that. he said, no, I'm sorry. And How old did you then, Steve? 28. I think that's young, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can remember trying to play again, playing a few games for all Georgians and what have you with Dave Fear and but then it collapsed again in the in a pre-season friendly and that was it. Nicky like Oh god yeah, yeah yeah terrible it was um I just jumped a couple of inches off the floor come down it just buckled underneath me and that was and I, I couldn't go through trying to get fit again so that was it and the playing the playing yeah. side of it. Was that when you took out the managing then Steve or did you wait? Well yeah I, I, my first love is obviously Manchester United so I started going up there we talk about that. Oh, I don't know about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I started going out, watch them on a regular basis. And then I come in one night, and um, Dave Fear phoned me late at night and said that he had told all Georgians' committee he was wrapping in the end season. He felt that I should take over. I was like, why? And he said, "Well, you're so enthusiastic. Well, I've met you in Poland, and so I gave it a go, and you know." They've just success. He already probably the best side, along with Rob's in the local side, you know. So he just added a couple to it. We won the league a couple of years running. And what players did you have there, Steve? Well, there um, players that were probably older than me at the time. I was only about thirty at the time. And it, uh, Gary Parsons, um, Ivan Mitchell, Derek Vaughan, Chris King, Martin Bennett was the goalkeeper. Um, you know, some really good, Johnny Sheehan, I got Johnny Sheehan from Almondsbury, you know, he was coming to the end, you know, some really good players and uh, I just added a few to it and just went from success to success. Got mentioned Dave Fair because oh, he God. was Mr. Yeah. Old Georgians, wasn't he? And what a lovely, lovely man and God rest his soul, but 
It was all down to him because when when he asked me, I can remember he said, come down the club in midweek, we'll get you put in. And he went down, he come out, and I was stood in the bar and he said, I got egg on me face here, Steve. He said, I've been in the committee meeting, they don't want you. And I went, oh. He said, well, a couple of them said, if you take over, we'll end up back in the suburban league. (laughs) Oh. So I stood there and he said, leave it me. And he went in and he called me in and people like Steve Ristow and Jimmy Jinks was there. They said, oh, we'll give it a go and see how it goes. That, that, you know. Obviously, it went it went my favour. It went from successful light. So, but I never forget him for that. He could have easily said, I'm sorry. And, yeah. But he, he kept on. And uh, it was all down to him, really, you know. And, yeah. Well, that's and a nice story, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is. he, he was yeah. a good bloke, David. Yeah. Great bloke. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. So, all Georgians, too? Um, I left and went to Almondsbury. Uh-huh. Almondsbury, Pixons, as they were then. I sort of gone as far as I could, I think, with OGs, started to, you know, get big style and players drifting off, you know, as it goes with local football. Went to Almondsbury and had two and a half years there, and that was really good. Hellenic League is a bit different to what I was used to, but used all the contacts in the county league and yourself, you were helping me out with Pete Bailey and a couple of others. And uh, it went really well. Then they went bankrupt. They went bankrupt and uh, cut right at the end of the season. So I remember going on holiday with the, the wife and kids and I posted an application to the manager, Pete Dunn, going up to the airport. Didn't think I had a chance. And then when I come back, um, Steve Miller phoned me and said you had a interview on the Monday night. So. And what was Steve's role in? Well, Steve was there with Bob Boyd. Okay. So as you can imagine, I probably said the... The worst thing I could have said when uh, I think the chairman at the time was Brian Baker, yeah. and he said, uh, "Would you bring an assistant with you?" And I said, well, "I'd be daft to have an assistant when I got advice sat here like this." Oh, and you can imagine, like you know, two very <laughs> frustrated old managers, you know, oh. <laughs> I had advice being fired at me left, right, and centre. <laughs> And those two get mentioned. Steve was a great coach, there ain't no doubt about that, and his enthusiasm was second to none. But Bob was the most straightest talking bloke I've ever met in my life. They complete opposites, weren't they? Oh! <laughs> I can remember the first away game was uh, an evening game, we had a Dudley Town, and sat in the front of the coach. And Bob comes and sat with me and he said, right, let's get one thing straight. And I, yeah. He said the budget was, I think it was £800, something like that. He said, last week you drew £815. And I looked. <laughs> he says, no laughing matter. <laughs> I'm not using my money. And I said, oh. You did right. random, did he, Bob? <laughs> so, so Bob got up, walked away, and I'm thinking, I'm going to get a sack ready. Next thing, Miller shoots down the coat, sat next to me. What did Bob want? So I told him, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. And I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> so that was a great learning curve that so, first So season. what year was that then? 93, 94. 93, yeah. 94. Yeah, they, uh, well, they'd, they'd won the Western League the year before with Terry Rolls in charge. I was down there then. That's right, unbeaten. Got elected to the Southern League, but they all left, every player left bar two and went with Terry down to Taunton. Oh, right. So yeah, I, I got that. the job in the June and had to find a complete new side in uh, Yeah. Which was pretty uh, we finished fifth, done really well. Yeah. What sort of players did you have then? 
Um, I signed the first player I ever signed Keaton was your mate Dave Singleton <laughs> and I went out of his house at Henley's Lily. I sat with him in the kitchen and I never forget it. I was sat on the table like this looking at him and his wife was sat there on the setting I watching know, wife or girlfriend. which one uh, the, uh, <laughs> yeah this is the first one I believe and I said look Dave I've got to build a team I've got to build from the back I knew he'd played sweeper for you a few times and I want someone who's quite sensible. And she looked round and went, what's the matter with her? Like, you know. And he went, well, you know what singing is, his chest popped out. Okay. And he, he signed there and then, you know, he said, come. But when it comes to getting someone sensible, sensible I didn't mean like singing was sensible. <laughs> so some of the stories about him were... Is he good for you? Oh, yeah. brilliant. Uh, uh, the best story I tell you about singing is in about the third season, we played at home to the top team, Havoc Waterlooville. We drew 2-2. I was in the bar and the chairman called me over, John Croft. He said, I'd like you to meet this woman up by the bar. Big, well-to-do woman. Shook my hand. Yeah, and she was um, from a company with do with bankruptcy. She said, I'm sorry, but as from today, the club's gone into liquidation. And I went, this in the January. I said, what's that mean? She said, there'll be no money at all for football. No, none at all. Not for you, anything. And I said, well, we play in a league where, you know, football's paramount. Um, money's paramount. I'm sorry. So the week the week after, we were away to Margate. And the week after that, we were away to Margate in the trophy. Oh, that's so, a trick. I, yeah, well, no coach or nothing. Yeah. So I uh, could have it training on the Tuesday. I got them all in, spoke to them all collectively, and I said, there's just no more money. I said, I'm, I'm going to stay. I said, I'm not getting paid, I'm going to stay, but I don't know how we're going to get the games. And, you know, I fully expect you to leave, you know, I was giving up all day on Saturday. I went upstairs in the boardroom, and they come up individually, we're supposed to. First thing in, was singing, he opened the door, and he said, don't worry about that rubbish, what time Saturday? And I said, nine o'clock. And he, I said, send her, he said, no one else coming up, we'll all be there at nine o'clock. And they stuck with it, and that was the best atmosphere ever. Yes. <laughs> They're a great time. And it, all those people at Cleveland, they were going out, selling raffle tickets in cars to pay for the coach and what have you, and it was yeah, brilliant. And then, you know, Barry Bradshaw come along and built the, um, bought the place. Yeah, it's a tremendous testament to you though, and, and you know, players, not back then probably, but are quite fickle around money, aren't they? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so that's a tremendous testament to you too. So they must have enjoyed it, you know, yeah. the, the atmosphere yeah, they did, yeah. It was quite funny really, you know, some of the comments, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we say every week, don't we, about the team spirit and the camaraderie, and, oh, and you obviously had that in yeah. an abundance, and um, you know, that, that makes a football team, that yeah. makes a football club, yeah. no doubts about that. It was, it was great, yeah, great times there. So you went on and won the Southern League, is that right? Yeah, yeah, to Barry Bradshaw come in and he said, I know you've had a hard time, I'm going to give you a contract for two years so you can do the job properly, the, the money will be there every week. Um, and we started off I, that pre-season, I benefited if you were going to go to Trowbridge and didn't, and you lined up people like Marco, Yeah. And you didn't go for some reason. Yeah. I remember all those you, you were going to grab, I grabbed them. You know, yeah. I, 
sniffed up, <laughs> sniffed that out, you know. As it was That's done, do. and I had about six or seven, eighteen, nineteen-year-old TNRV, Danny Haynes, Marco, you know, Marty Rawlins, yeah. Cookie, come back then, and um, chucked them out. Meech then finished playing. Singy retired. Meech um, come and join me as my assistant. And we had a really good side. He looked really good, but the, we lost the first five games, I think. And I remember losing to Bashley. Jimmy Case was manager. They walked all over us. Stanley Cleveland, 4 0. And they threw some them. money about that. God, didn't they, they ever? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Dear, yeah. Dear. yeah, they were chucking it right about. Good side they were. But anyone coming to Cleveland, though, would think they had the money because that stadium they had was the first of the yeah. sort of local sites to have a real yeah. nice stadium because where Cleveland played before. Was it the, you know, yeah, that, the time when it, yeah, you know, and time. it was nothing, it was a tub really, yeah. wasn't it, you know? It was a nice place, odd, uh, modern sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and you go there, you felt like you were playing proper football, didn't you, yeah. you know? So, yeah, you had the training pitch as well, didn't you? Yeah, across the road, cabbage patch. Well, that's what Matty Cooper said. He said, you used to think that's your little Carrington, a little patch yeah. outside. He said, all we had done was run us to death <laughs> on this little muddy patch outside. <laughs> I said, it's cage. It's square, about 20 yards wide. I said, right, everyone in there is about that deep in water. I said, right, press-ups. And then down in hold, and they and walk around. And as soon as someone claps, you all... They'd be there groaning and moaning, you know. Yeah, we got you myself a few stories about the, the lads you've had. Yeah, yeah. Well, you had to have a certain sort of thing. Yeah. The money went great, you know. So, uh, I, I, you mentioned earlier, see, about Man United. You love them and stuff. And go on. I, I've heard this story from one of your ex players, but he said one day you were up, Manchester, you bumped into Alex Ferguson, apparently. And you said, Alex, I've always wanted to meet you. I always wanted to meet you, you're my idol. And uh, he said, but I didn't want to say Alex Ferguson said, that's how I like it. <laughs> 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 oh, so is that true as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wanted to sign him. You were telling which player said it? Yeah. Hey, Matty Cooper. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Uh, of course, he lives in Swindon now. He's getting brave and he, uh, yeah. <laughs> And I want to put another story right as well. This Wayne Noble with John McGovern, when I asked him, what have you ever done? <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> but you know what Butter's like? You react to anything. And I seen John McGovern, he shouted something at me and all that. And I looked down at Butter, who was sat in the dugout. And I said, what have you ever done? But Wayne was just staring at the game. But he did, he did look up and said, what'd you say then? <laughs> But I did, I knew what I was saying. And when I hear him say that, I can't believe he brought it like he did. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. But that's yeah. a good win, though, isn't it? How did, you, how did you manage some of the characters? I mean, like, for instance, you've got Cookie in here. And Tony said, oh, whenever I, a lot of the time I played with Fair, I'd, be, I'd have a hangover. And I'd say, what, on a Friday? He said, just have a few, didn't you? And then sometimes he goes on a bit, and he threatened to punch me if I didn't perform on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I um, I think that I wouldn't like to be a qualified coach or anything like that. I I come up from lower football, and we I think we, it's fair to say all managers, whatever level, want them to play like Barcelona. We all do, but you've got to take stock and look at them and think no. So I just but when I go back to that game, Bashley. Someone come in the dressing room and said, Barry, what's the room with you upstairs? So I looked at me, he said, well, you know, we'll go out for a beer. I just knew I was going to get the sack. 
And I went up there and he said, I've had watched him one very good, was it? I said, no. And he said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go home tonight, give me a ring tomorrow, I'm going to give you some more money, get some better players. Cool, bloody, that's, that's it. That's true, yeah. Ugh. And I remember going down Tenet Beach, he went, whoa, that's all right, yeah. I went home, I sat there and I thought, I don't need anyone. I had these kids and they were really good kids, but they mm -hmm. needed to be allowed time. And I remember him phoning me on the Sunday. He said, what's it going to cost me? And I said, nothing. And he said, well, I said, I think what I've got will be okay. And he said, well, your head's on the block then. And we never lost for another 15 games, I don't think. Fair and it play. all started to come right then. And, uh, but I knew I had a side. You know what bad players are like? They trap the ball like a magnet, don't they, for some reason. So if you want to play football, you can bet your life it tits up once it goes to that player. You know, so I just got this style of football, just bash it, get it up the line. One day they say, oh, you know, bosh it and all this. Get it up the line, that cookie and rolling stuff. Like they would run all day, they would battle all day, and they loved it. And they just got players supporting them from behind. We had a few little rules, little disciplines, and it worked. Yeah. More luck than judgment, but it worked. No, it, 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 the, the art of coaching is you've got players, coach them to the best of their ability. Yeah, yeah. And don't ask them to do things that they, they can exactly. do. And, you know, yeah. I've said this before, you know, if you wanted me to spray 30, 40 yard passes, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> no, ask me to no. stick the ball in the channel, and I'll stick the ball in the channel for you. Yeah. you know? And, and that, that's the art of coaching. And whether you've got a badge or whether you haven't, you got an experience of football, and and that's vital. Exactly, yeah. Um, this is a bit like Man United, isn't it? You oh, see, I mean, the yeah. players they got there, you know, your yeah. your wow. Hernandez, Rashford, Greenwood, and he's trying to play them all, and it just don't suit sure. that style. Sure. You know, I mean, us being <laughs> right yeah. down the scale, we're yeah. looking at it and seeing that, can't you? You know, but um, I went up, I went up Sunday and watched it with my own eyes against Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah Five 0 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it was, uh, can't say anything. Watford. Respect it. That's why I got no um, sympathy for Man United. I mean, they rubbed it in everyone's noses yeah. for years and years. Yeah. You go at Old Trafford, and you knew if you lost two 0 you were over the moon. Yeah. You know, you keep it down to two. But now it is a bit pitiful, really. Total you know? mismatch. All of it is just a mess. What all the experts are saying, they're not. Whether they're playing for him, you, you know yourself, Tom. Once. Once you start losing that dressing room, you've got to go. You ain't going to get it back all of a sudden. Oh, he's not too bad, is it? You've got to, to be go. fair. Before this goes out, he could be sacked, couldn't he? Yeah. You know, I mean, we yeah. don't know at the moment, but yeah, as it, Simon were, were saying this, the writing's on the wall for him, but football's a funny old game. It's like you said, you know, you thought you were going to get sacked. Yeah, yeah. You could literally walk in that office and they yeah. could have a chat with him and keep him yeah. on. I don't know how they... It's hard though, isn't it? Because they can't do a lot. It's like Newcastle, isn't it? Just been bought out. Yeah. I mean, where do they go and get players? They're in a relegation battle. And what was it? Two, three months before they can sign any yeah. players? They're struggling. I mean, they can, have, they can only have eight points going into January. Who's going to want to come? They're struggling now to get a manager, aren't they? The ones yeah. who are trying to pick them. No. I think people are saying, aren't they? That people going to Newcastle, it's going to be a short term thing. This is in the interim, and then they're going to get a bigger name once they're more established. But yeah. they, got, they got stepped in the league first. Yeah. This is the first time we 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 touched on the 20, 21st episode, and this is the first time we've touched on on the Premiership in mm, talking about really, the teams, yeah. really. And you know, you you look at it, and Ollie probably eighteen months ago, nearly two years ago, if he hadn't won that game against Paris Saint Germain, yeah, he'd yeah. have probably been gone yeah, there. Yeah, you know, so it, it can 
change, but there is obviously a problem in the dressing room. I think he got his tactics all wrong on 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 um, Sunday. You know, to try and press Liverpool uh, with players that can't press, recipe for disaster. And, and, you've got and, to have you've got to work with what you've got. Yeah. Like we said, you yeah. know, in the. Asking to Ronaldo to chase about and what have you is not going to happen, is it? Steve, Lindelof and Maguire cannot play together no. as St. Rabs. They cannot play together. It's no. it's that simple. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> yeah, let's get off that we'll get, we'll get a scouts written soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we won't. Um, so, Cleveland won the Southern League, young side. Yeah, um, went up to the... Premier Southern. I I thought that was the biggest shock of my career going up. I couldn't believe the difference. Um, the first year we finished eighth. We done. I didn't add much to it. Um, a couple of experienced players, Jim Rollo and a couple of others. But then the year after we got ready, that was my fault. I mean, got. I say to any of the lads, I didn't at the time, but I should have changed it. You know that that getting it up the channel, they worked that out dead quick, and you could see that they were uh, teams were coming to Cleveland for a second year running. People like Nigel Clough at Burton Alvin, he was just sat there and just think, right here we go. They break it up and bang, they were gone. You know, and uh, that was my fault. So. Uh, you, you, you it was a lesson learned. That, um, wish you, I could go back now. But you want to say lower to the players. They, you think they really yeah, like to yeah. play at a lower level, don't you? So, yeah. you know, I mean, you see that at all levels of football, don't you? And then when you try and change it, like you said, it's all, yeah. I should have done this, should have done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, then if you leave them out and you still get beat, <laughs> why don't you keep them? They brought you up. It was good enough last season. So. Yeah. You know, in fairness, you, you do stay loyal to something that you it's worked for you and it's hard to get it out of your system you know it's uh, well look at Leeds yeah he yeah. has played in the championship <laughs> second championship season time. again yeah yeah yeah. Mm. you know and, and alright they're struggling at the moment but they won't go down you know yeah. and he's got his style of play and yeah teams probably will work him out yeah well, I think they were premiership team they haven't got these uh, squads have they no. you know I mean he's missing Bamford and uh, yeah yeah, alien and people like that, and that affects the way they play, doesn't it? Yeah. Bad, you know. In Man City, I mean, they play in the League Cup, and they got another team that would probably come in the top four of the Premier League. Yeah, you know. So and Chelsea, yeah. Well, Man United could as well, Steve. <laughs> but <laughs> so the, the year you won the league, yeah, good. Rewind a little bit. Won the Somerset Cup as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Taunton down at uh, Yeovil. Yeah. yeah. Well, we won it three years. Um, three out of four years we won the Somerset Premier Cup mm-hmm. which is quite nice because yeah. the likes of yourself was in it uh, Bath um, Yeovil oh, and we always played to win it yeah didn't we yeah. Dave yeah we, we, we won it a few choice. times Mike. Oh, yeah. 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 I went as well yeah got a few of them in the cupboard yeah but um, Somerset Cup yeah, I, don't, I don't see any point in going on to a football pitch not no. to win a game of football no. what, whatever it is and, you know yeah Yes. I love the cup games like that because I was always in like midweek it, it, you know something to look forward to wasn't it? instead yeah. of going out running on that patch Steve <laughs> <laughs> we, we've had him on Gary Smart always used to say to me because he was a footballer yeah. and we well we've been told that we had a team of kickers as well it, it, where we could look after ourselves but we had we had a style of play and we had we, we always had a plan B as well yeah. With, the, with, with the players we had and I think that's that's important when, when you've got a style of play if it's not working can you just change it can, yeah. you, can your players change yeah. it 
and um, you know that we had some players that could play. You know, the likes yeah. of Dave, the likes of Smarty, yeah. you know, Trigger and that, uh, Rob Cousins, and yeah. you know, they 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 could play. Yeah. Gilly, they could play. You know, yeah. um, but football hasn't changed. You know, it, it's it's eight percent of all goals are scored in both penalty areas. Yeah. The more often you stick the ball in the penalty area, you got more chances of scoring goals. Exactly, yeah. It is that that simple. You know, I think you know we we can't local football, non-league football can't play a possession game like yeah. they're doing in the Premier League. You know, not <laughs> being disrespectful, Bristol City and Bristol Rovers can't do it. Yeah. Well, then you know? John Moore told me that. I was speaking. I went out to get a youth team kitty on them once, and he he stood there at the side of the training pitch. He asked, "He said, how are you playing it?" So I'll five at the back, and he said, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah." And he said, "Well, I can't get our lots to it. How are you managing?" And I thought, well, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're better than you." <laughs> but no, and I just thought, and I've, but then again, when we won the Southern, we played five at the back, but we had it was so because um, it works right at the start. Certain things you said. Uh, Shane Andrews, yeah. Lee Jefferson, Ian yeah. Harvey was dropping yeah. off. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy Ring. And did, did Harris drop off and yeah, play right yeah. And he could, he was, you know, he probably lacked a yard, but his only match mission, Harris, but he could pass the ball and he could read the game. Yeah. You know, we had Jimmy Ring on the right, Danny Ains on the left. Yeah. Mocky coming just for Christmas in goal, so he was a voice piece back there, all his experience. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the midfield three, we, we had, um, which Marco, Steve Lester, Neil Reeves, um, Paul Milson was playing in the middle, and Paul McLaughlin. So there was experience yeah. and a bit of strength, everything there. And uh, you you couldn't make it up how it how it worked that season. It was um, and the atmosphere was. Is great. that your championship? Yeah, team, is it? yeah, yeah. It was. Um, and, and I got to say this as well. I'm a, I say it every week, so <laughs> apologies to those that listen. Um, it was a different league then, wasn't it? Oh God, yeah. You know, so you've got, you know, the leagues, you got relegated and you were yeah. back in the Western League, yeah. you know, Southern League, Conference, yeah. you know, and there was none of the in-between leagues that there are now. So been Very tough league, yeah. So yeah. It's been the Midland Division, you know, going to Birmingham and what have you. So winning that league, Steve, was it easier to attract players then? Or... Um, Thing was, Dave, that went with it as well. With Touchwood, we never had no interest or nothing that season. No. Only Steve Weaver and Gorn, I quickly got Moggy. But it just, you found it when you were on a roll, you didn't get injuries or anything mm. like that. So we didn't really need them. The year after, it was quite easy to get players as you went up, you know. But um, it, it, the other teams started cutting your mangosphere. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Because, because you've got to catch them up. Yeah. You've got all the teams around. Yeah. Because, like, We've said before, you know, you go to Mangotsford, then they're not getting in, they, they move to, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> Clevedon, Western, they were all in that little, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a, so many of that catchment, isn't there? Yeah. So you upset one or two and you lose six. Yeah. <laughs> too right, yeah. I think that's where I I was lucky or we were lucky at, at Bath, you know, because we <laughs> we were top non-league team at, yeah. at the time, playing in the conference at the IS, you know, Yeovil and... 
uh, Cheltenham and, and teams like that were, yeah. were in, in lower well, leagues. Well, we had contracts turned into the players, yeah. you know what I mean? So we yeah. can, you know, even if you got upset, you had to suck it in and carry on, didn't yeah. you? You know, but, you know, there's players <laughs> who play. If they get left out one week at, say, Cleveland, I'm, yeah. I'm sub again this week, they're yeah. on their toes. On their toes, yeah. To go somewhere else to get a regular game, which you can understand, but if you've yeah. got that, you know, that run, you're on a great run, you want to stay at the club, don't you? You want yeah. to fight. I mean, I had it at Gloucester. Oh, yeah. I met at Gloucester, they had some great players there. And we had Stixie and and, yeah. Bunt and good players and playing in my position where I play. Yeah. And I couldn't get in, but I enjoyed it so much. You know, I, I must have made 20 appearances from the bench yeah. for Gloucester. Well, if, when you've got a squad, surely the art's got to be keeping them. It's not playing happy, mm-hmm. it? You know, and, and we touch back on Solskjaer, how he's trying to keep this to beak. You know, mm-hmm. him, spend 40 million on him and he stopped playing him. Or, mm-hmm. How's he keeping players like that happy? It must be... Well, now we're thinking about could take him to Cleveland, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little <Lynn. laughs> yeah. So, Lebnir's in charge at Cleveland, and did you resign? Did you? No, I got the sack. Okay. I got the sack. Um, Not for Barry. All Pace, managers so. get the sack. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> told I had a testimonial in the summer. We had played Bristol City, and that was. Great, and and then we had a big dinner, and Ollie Ian Holloway was guest speaker, and um, I always remember saying, uh, everyone stand applaud. Lemnier's at the same club, and you sit there and you think, well, all these are applauding me, right me, you know, and then they all sat there, and Ollie said, but I do promise you, they will sack you. (laughs) 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 Two more sayers, you know, who was who sacked you? Was Barry Barry Bradshaw in? you know you get very bitter of course you do but it was probably I should have gone before them because it was hard to he asked you to, to stay 11, I'd had 11 them all. years sorry to stay 11 years that's some yeah yeah there. it was I'd had them all I'd had all the players around and they've been some players were coming back for the second bunch have come back three times I think yeah, <laughs> he did say that to the you did well to put up with him yeah <laughs> But what a left foot, yeah. Oh, what a player, yeah. yeah. I mean, some of the players who've had it. Um, so what did you do afterwards? Um, I never done anything for about six months. Then I went to Bristol Manor Farmer after someone. So I thought, um, I'll give it a go. Um, Nigel Gillard come along with me, helped me get three or four young lads from Briz, youth team. Um, picked up a few and it went on to play better football like Aaron Wilson and yeah. um it was in Mangotsfield youth team, Tom Hamlin. Yeah. Yeah, got them and um, our Richard come down and finished third. Done really well. But then, yeah, I signed Boris on and Cookie. They both come. <laughs> and at the end of that year, Boris retired. He went to Gloucester and obviously he took a handful of them and it was left. And to be honest, Tone, you just lose contact with the kids as they're coming through. You, I couldn't, couldn't very well go in town then at the age of <laughs> 50, you know. And you're just relying on them to bring their mates, and I didn't want that, so yeah, just called it, uh, called it a day. And I'm, I missed it one little bit, not one little bit. Who's the chairman down there? Jeff Selleck. Oh, he's still there now. Yeah, still there now, I believe. Remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable the amount of years he's been there. Yeah. I can remember about with Dean Smart and people like yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And they're they're flying, aren't they? 
Yeah, yeah, they're doing well in, um, in the Southern League, aren't they? Yeah, they are, yes, they are doing well. So, Man United most weekends? Uh, well, when I, I've seen most, I've been season ticket, what, 15, 16 years now? Yeah. So I've seen all the big games, so I pick and choose. When I go up, me and the missus stay, make a weekend of it. When we do go up and stay overnight and... Have you? Do you miss the local stuff? Not one bit, not one bit. I, no. I bet I've seen, I haven't even seen half a dozen games. Been to seen our Richards side a couple of times yeah. when he was at Street and uh, they were on that run, they won 26, 27. Yeah, yeah. Very good side, I can yeah. believe that. He's done well, my Richard. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. bounced around. Yeah. And, yeah, chip off the old block there, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he won the league with Street because he got that sort of monkey off his back. He was going around in these clubs without winning anything so he yeah. deserved that and uh, now he's building a bit of a squad down at Melchior I believe so mm. yeah it's nice and that's that's a lovely set that's a nice set we saw that yeah. Cleveland. that's a, yeah. Yeah, another new ground isn't it yeah. which is nice you know you go there I think that must help the away teams as well you know you go in a nice place oh, and yeah. you see the ground you think oh I'll play here on a regular basis yeah it is lovely you can go gates you can't yeah, yeah definitely yeah. so yeah, and then you come at some places and you can't really get back home, can you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll give Darren Perrin a, a mention because obviously he's uh, I'm a commercial manager running it yeah. over there and the family have had a long association with Melchum, yeah. you know, yeah. his, his old man was chairman for donkey's years. And um, yeah, so... Um, a good club. It is. He keeps saying they're not paying, but I'm not having that. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, that's for you. Yeah, so so let's talk about Rich a little bit. Doing doing really well at Melksham. Yeah. Goalkeeper as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was all right, yeah. Good keeper. Yeah. yeah. He done well, yeah. He helped us out at Cleveland. Um, the year we won the league, um, Steve Weaver broke his leg just for Christmas. I got Moggy in, but unfortunately he was cut tight. So Richard played in the Somerset Premier Cup. To be honest, in the semi-final, we went out Bath in the semi-final, tipped down all day, and remember the referee, Steve Tanner, he went in the yeah. premiership, he was ref, and he came to me, he said, do you want to play this? I said, yeah, get out of the way. It was like six inches of mud, and they battered us. They We didn't, we didn't get our penalty area, I don't worry about our half. Drew nil-nil, and it was all down to Richard, he stopped everything, and, and it went to penalty shootout, and saved a couple and got us through to the final and we played Taunton in the final and again Richard played well he'd say that we won that on penalty as well how did you get on Richard as manager and player yeah, yeah, I took, I'd probably picked on him a bit you know so uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't advise it I, <laughs> no I, I've yeah. seen it and I've done yeah. it you know I, 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 I've, I've seen mates of mine you know and there's Kids are the best thing in the world, yeah, and I've seen, you know, Palms as a prime example. Yeah. We give James loads, yeah, you know, pelters, and I was quite hard on Jordan as well. Yeah, um, yeah Richard was a good keeper. He was. Um, I used to, I used to say when I was at Manor Farm, I got him. I said to in front of everyone, say he was the best keeper in the league, but the one that I, I haven't seen anyone better. So mm. you read that yeah. all you want. You know, he pretty consistent. You know, and. Uh, and you, you'd, you'd always be honest with them, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a, a bit too honest, I suppose, in, yeah. in the end, you know, so... Uh, 
he left. I I told him that I was gonna I wasn't gonna stay at the end of that season. He he had the chance to go to Froome, and uh, he went off. I think I believe it was Froome anyway. He went off there. Um, you know, perhaps I should have kept it to myself that I wouldn't finish him because. Uh, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, Dave, what other stories of what we, we've well, been told? No, to be fair, is that you know, is a cookie. I totally cook again. He does love you, don't see. <laughs> <laughs> but he said apparently he played one game. You turned up drunk or hangover, and you said he was be- begging to get us to go on. You got to score me two goals. Apparently, he went on, scored two goals, and then threw up, and you took him off. <laughs> you believe that? <laughs> I think we should dream it. Honestly, God, I mean. <laughs> I, I, I can remember it's, um, a story at Margate, not not when we um, never had no money. The second season I was there, we went down there and we were in the dressing room, got there, went in the dressing room, and I can remember looking, said, right, the team, and bang, the dressing room door flew open and walked two or three coppers, riot squad coppers, and said, Are you the manager? I said, yeah. He said, we um, come to Richard Bowden. I said, I said, no, yeah. Right, they went over and handcuffed him in front of us. Dragged him out. Of course, we have people like Chris Sugar there, oh. Oh. Neil Reeves and uh, Mickey Tanner. They, of course, they want to fight the world. They, you can't, oh, all hell let loose. But to be stood there in a dressing room, supposed to be a half-decent level of football, and two coppers come in, arrested him, and dragged him out. We've, I say, well, can he play the game? No, we've been after him for months. And dragged him out. So that was some of... <laughs> what was the story then? What was the... the some of Dewey Cars or something. He oh, lived yeah. in Swindon. So the Dewey Cars, I don't know. So that was one yeah, of Yeah, that's them. a bit dramatic. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that. Yeah. The funniest thing I've ever seen in the game, we played at Fisher Athletic in East London. I don't know if you've ever been there. Yeah. Oh, a massive oscillation in between the two dressing rooms. And, and it was a game in December, dark, belting down with rain, windy, and the game's going on, and Marcus Bray is kicking everything that moved. Just for a change? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but this is... He did have bad eyes, though, oh, didn't he, Marcus? And that dark night... Well, it's, it's a way just... he did it. Yeah. You know, it's a... And I've looked across it there, dug out, there's this guy there, he's got his sleeve rolled up, and he had arms like Popeye, big beard, and he's looked at me, he said, I'm going on, I'm going to kill him. And, like, <laughs> and I look at him, and I think, well, every time I look, he said, I'm going on. Next thing, one of their lads goes down injured, right on half time, he's stripping up, he's warming up and down, getting more done and down. His shorts are skin tight on him, massive legs, and he stops by a dugout, and he said, well, I can't explain, can't tell you what he said. So I thought, oh dear. So I look at Marcus and go, watch him, watch him, Marcus. <laughs> what, what, what's fair on about? What? So <laughs> he got on, he ran straight out to Marcus, he says to him, Marcus has looked at him as if to say, what's, what's he on about? Their keeper has took a goal kick off the floor. I swear, you had to be there. Marcus has launched itself at this blue. He's horizontal in there and Ed put him in the back of the head. And this blue's gone down flat in the line. He's out. He's out. So the referee's blue for half time. Marcus is looking at me and saying, what's the matter with him like? Went for the ball, went for the ball. We're walking across the pitch to go to the dressing room. They're there trying to revive him, get him out. 
we got in the dressing room and I said he was going to kill you. Ooh, ooh. I said, that bloke, said, oh, well, he ain't now, is he? <laughs> got out and the bloke's on a stretcher being carried. And as he's walked back, Marcus tap on the shoulder. See you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> on my lane. Yeah. What a character. Good, good, good fun. Good fun. He is good fun. Yeah. Is so, you were screamed? Worst ground, Blockswitch. Who? Blockswitch in Birmingham. I've never heard of that. that. I've heard of it, but I've never been there. Where is it? Warsaw. Warsaw, right in a real rough part. Didn't meet Wayne Noble, none of Cookie, none of them, all suddenly, you know, Spirit never heard of it, but they they were in the league that year. Yeah. What was it? Just a rough area? Oh, poor surroundings and stuff, Mm. is it? Yeah, terrible. Or um, Harlow Town. Harlow, right? Yeah, that was real bad. Wide open. Yeah, terrible. So were they suddenly? No, we played them in the trophy. Because I thought they were in the old. Yeah, yeah, it's right in. Yeah. Uh, Essex. Essex, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's another one I've been to. So, what's your favourite ground, Steve? Where you like going? Do you have a you know like some like as a player? You used to go to some place. I love playing yeah. there. Favourite ground, yeah. Rushton Diamonds for place. Nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lights out at Bath. Yeah. Just, Did you have any lucky grounds? We always think we get a resort here. Yeah, Western. Western is it? Rare, yeah. Always seem to come out, not all the time, but always seem. The unluckiest ground, Merthyr. I think we scored one goal against them in about 10 games. Right, right. Couldn't get nothing there, nothing at all. Uh, they were hostile. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hostile. Yeah. So, if you had to pick a player, mm-hmm. who sort of performed for you week in, week out, who would you pick? Well, I'd put in like player of your decade, 11 years, who would be the player if you look back yeah. saying, yeah, player of the decade. Because you were there so long, you've seen so many, you can see who would, who would adapt hey, to the... You don't have to just name one if there's, if there's two a, or three. But it'd be interesting because you've seen, like you said, when, when you went up a level, it yeah. found you out a little bit so you can relate, can't you, what players... Lee Jeffers was very good. Yeah. Very good. And Shane Andrews, who's just a normal kid from Colm yeah. Town. Steve Lester. Well, they both listen. Both of those are listening. Yeah, Steve and Lester. Steve Lester would just he run all day, wouldn't they? Yeah. And he was still playing. Yeah. Forty old, he was yeah. still playing. Steve. Yeah. And Cookie, you know, you could strangle Cookie, but all of a sudden he just <laughs> yeah. scored. I mean, see, he, what I like about Tony, he knew he knew his limitations. You know, he'd say, I'm not good enough for that. I didn't make it at City because I wasn't good enough. You know, he, he knew what he was good at and he would run. Yeah, fair play. He'd yeah. run, chase and score goals exactly when they mattered. Yeah, we need to share that link, Dave, for his, his marathon. Yeah. We need to do that. I can't believe he's done that. it there. Oh. How can he run a marathon? If anyone ever hated training, it was Cookie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're training, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I are notorious for that. Yeah. <laughs> the old leg work. Oh, Can't play football unless you're fit. No. Yeah. No matter what no, it's 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 Winter fuel. <laughs> so, an adversary in terms of the managers who you 
found tough or didn't get on with or oh god oh, didn't get on with or something like that you're a proper shower next to yeah, you yeah. Side, so I bet you I just, it was just I'm not saying it was an act but it was part of a game wasn't it you know I mean to say to the players some of the things like on a Thursday we're at 10 o'clock at um, Almondsbury the car park I know that on a Friday night what, someone would phone me and go what time did you say or on the Saturday morning I used to phone Pitford up Steve Weaver, fair, what time? They just put the phone And it's an act. And they say, if you want to know what time, if Tony was manager, when Tony was manager of Bath, if you wanted to know, you'd phone Singy or somebody. Yeah. You wouldn't phone him. So it was a game, you know. And I get on the couch and I'd hear him whispering and nudging each other and all this and that. It was it's just a. A, a, a game, yeah, a massive game. But it's funny how you see some managers who are nice people turn into these monsters on the side yeah. of the pitch. I mean, I played with some managers, and they were like you said, Steve Miller. He went as bad when he's assistant, but Brian Goffrey, who was the manager, he yeah. would every game he would fight everyone. The ref, yeah. they're dug out, you know. And then you see, and you see at the the top level, don't you? I mean, you see Ferguson on the side. He wanted a fight, and he's tapping yeah. his white, trying to run the game. Then you've seen people like Ollie. They're just stats standing there yeah. then it will pass them by yeah. and I think that relates to the players I the do. fans I do. you know and I think they yeah. like that passion don't they yeah we, we've all got our ways of doing it haven't we you, I think you've got to have an identity like that you I know, got to like, be honest I did when I was a manager I wanted to shout but I knew if I shouted it and they'd leave <laughs> <laughs> and I just glad I had 11 players <laughs> you like, oh, please let me shout for one minute and don't leave yeah I you know, like that league that, uh, side that won the league, it, it, you just have to have a certain player and they just all blended in together. So I remember we played at Stourbridge, um, four or five games from the end, and six inches of mud, and we were 1 0 down half time. And I can remember going in half time, and I can remember saying, We've had it. <laughs> you mean, I, I said, We kidded everyone to be top of the league. You ain't going to win games like this. You just ain't up to it. This lot got a bit about them, I and mean, you can't put up with it. I can remember Cookie scoring the winner in the last minute, and they went in the dressing room. And I walked in, I knew what was coming. Ah, what do you know about football? Chad and I just looked at I looked at me, so I got what I got, I got what I wanted, and just walked out. But they firmly believed they were, they were uh, you know, showing me up. But it was just my way of But that's good them. man management, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they were like that, though. I had to tell them. So there's no way we're going to win this league. So let's just stay top as long as we can. And you could see her eyes bulging out her head. But <laughs> <laughs> great lads. Well, Steve, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks very much really for it. coming in and having a chat. And uh, yeah, probably the first person we've had as a, a long-term manager, isn't it, rather than a player yeah. career. So it's quite um, a good angle. Like you said, every week, someone <laughs> mentions fair. <laughs> so it's nice to get you in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much, Steve. Much appreciated. Yeah, Take thank care. Thank you very much. Thank you.